Welcome to another episode of the Force Diet Podcast. Wherever, whenever, and however you may be listening, we are honored that you've joined us today. On today's episode, we'll be covering uh, season finale, Book of Boba, episode seven, In the Name of Honor, um, giving our breakdown, recap, the season as a whole, our thoughts, and whether or not we think there'll be a season two. Uh, we'll follow that up with some uh, recent Kenobi news, some recent casting uh, reports, talk a little bit about the Old Republic trailer that just dropped yesterday. Uh, for the Legacy of the Sith uh, expansion, and uh, wrap things up with some uh, collectible and toy news. Uh, Jedi John has a new addition to the Jedi Temple, and uh, we'll talk a bit about that. Um, So sit back, relax. This is where the fun begins. Force is what gives the Jedi his power. Why is the Force connecting us? I am a Jedi. Always do there are. We're a dyad in the Force. And welcome to episode 22 of the Force Dyad podcast. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Jedi John. Oh boy. I guess I'm joined by Obi-Sean. I don't know what he's going to go with this time. Well, I'm just Obi Sean. Oh, nothing, just nothing. <laughs> I have no special titles tonight. Gotcha. I am just a, I'm just an average man. Oh, boy. So, got a lot to unpack this episode. Uh-huh. Got the got the finale going um, for Book of Boba. Uh, pretty exciting stuff happened during the episode. A lot of stuff that we predicted throughout the um, series mm-hmm. uh, came to fruition in this last episode. A couple things we missed. Uh, a couple things that um, maybe some of us didn't like. Some people might not have liked. <laughs> but well, yeah, talk a bit about that and uh and you know what what uh what we thought about as what we thought about the uh show as a whole both with and without maybe the Mando episodes. <laughs> what are you talking about? That was that was the show. I mean that is part of it. That is part of it. So you got to take it as the whole package and then whether or not there's going to be a do we think there'll be a season 2 and if if so what would we like to see from it? So, yeah, all that and more coming yeah. up this episode. Yeah. Um I don't think we have any sort of like pre-show pleasantries. I know we passed uh, Valentine's Day. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, and the Super Bowl and the Super Bowl all in one. Yeah, I worked for one and then I, you know, dealt with the other. Mm-hmm. So it was good. Yeah, I mean the yeah the, the the there's not much to there's not not a whole lot to share. I mean the the Super Bowl itself was, I mean unless you're a Rams fan or Bengals fan, it was pretty lackluster, right? And the commercials were. Decent. We didn't get an Obi Wan trailer. No, but we scary. did get a Ewan McGregor commercial, we which did. which I know some people uh, joked about on social media. Um, I did. I did enjoy some of the. Uh, I actually, perhaps ironically, enjoyed the Disney Plus goats commercial uh, with all the uh, you know the Avengers goats, the Star Wars goats, even the Encanto goat. You, know, you get the Mirabelle goat. Um, but I felt very nostalgic with some of the commercials. You had Austin Powers with Doctor Evil. Um, you had the Lebowski Michelob Ultra trailer with Kepka and Manning and stuff like that. So it, it was it was almost like they're slowly running out of ideas and they're kind of starting to rehash stuff, which I don't mind. Uh, so, yeah, I guess. And then the halftime show was, I mean, all nostalgia for oh, the, yeah. for those of us in our 30s and I guess probably those of you in your 40s yeah, too. Yeah, you mean you brought back my middle school favorite <laughs> artists? Cool. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, yeah, so, and then, yeah, Valentine's Day didn't do a whole lot. Yeah, we played it pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Um, had the one-year-old at home, obviously, so 
uh, very, uh, very, a lot of romance going no, nothing on. Nothing more around, romantic you know? than a toddler. Yeah. Um, Who's really, now walking. Really, Yeah, now walking, now all over the place. Now I need a leash. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk about that. <laughs> um, I don't know if I'm going to sell my wife on that idea, but maybe. You never know. I don't know. Yeah. It's either that or a cord, just a quick rip cord that I can just yank back like a... I work for a retractable leash. Well, yep, right, exactly. exactly. I mean, well, well, or either that, or you need like an endless supply of caffeinated beverages to keep your energy level up, yeah. so you can chase them around. Absolutely, because that's inevitably what you'll be doing. Lots, and lots of more coffee. <laughs> so, shall we dive? Uh, shall we dive into uh, episode seven? Yeah, let's. Uh, in the name of honor. In the name of honor, man, go. We know that it's. Uh, we we knew what was going to happen. We knew the war was coming, and we knew that that's exactly where we're going to start off this episode. Um, and yeah, we're we're we we lead off with the ruins, right? We get to the sanctuary; it's blown to hell. Um, I mean, they're ready for war. They've got their people in places. Uh, they they set it up nicely, you know. Um, they put somebody in every district. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything's just kind of good to go. Uh, he does get convinced by the mods not to go back to the palace and just kind of set up in his castle uh, because you know good strategy in war is to leave the most sheltered place you have um, with a gunship in it with the gunship oh and the rancor in it yeah um, and, but the mods did do a phenomenal job of convincing him to stay basically the one hey, line you can't leave and we're gonna stay and he just kind of looks and he's like alright you convinced me <laughs> Not not a whole lot of uh, uh, persuasion necessary there. Yeah, he's got. I mean, Boba is definitely one of those characters that we've seen now in the show. Like he takes his honor very seriously. Um, if he makes a deal, it's it's he's in it, um, which is not something that necessarily we expected. But we saw it in Mando season two, so I'm not sure why we didn't expect it. Um, so because uh, a lot of people out there were like, he doesn't owe anybody anything. They don't owe him anything either really they could have just walked away and been like i'm not with him anymore and, and turned on him just the same as the other families did mm-hmm. later in the episode so uh it was interesting that they both have this they all have this res- mutual respect and honor code for each other when you wouldn't expect that from a bunch of scoundrels and yeah and and i think it kind of harkens back to his time as a bounty hunter and despite the fact that he's very individualistic like self you know, I do stuff for myself, which we'll touch on at the end of the episode, but, uh, or at the end of, you know, this recap, you know, in the end, you're still loyal to whomever you're working for in, in, in that respect too. So, um, gotta get paid. Yeah. Gotta get paid. Mm-hmm. Um, which CAD very easily points out, like you used to do a lot of bad stuff, you know, for the empire. And the <laughs> comics tell us that, you know, we got the, the, War of the Bounty Hunters comics to, to show us all that fun stuff, too. Yeah, uh, and we look forward to having more time to talk about that stuff as mm-hmm. we run out of um, live-action TV shows again. So um, something to look forward to for all you comic fans out there. Um, but, yeah, we get that first CAD um, Bubba standoff. Really cool. Um, thought it was going to go down. Um, I guess before that, we skipped the scene with the Pikes. CAD and the Pikes kind of get together, and CAD realizes that Oh, Bubba, I know something Bubba doesn't. Mm-hmm. And uh, he shows up with some information for a duel just to get a rise out of Boba and try to get him off off on the emotional balance. But so to get to him to engage, yeah. you know, so he could he could just put him down and end it there. And uh, it would have worked. It would have worked, except for Fennec. 
the voice of reason, so to speak, in the Star Wars galaxy currently. <laughs> um, convinces Bo to stand down. Uh, now's not the time kind of thing. Uh, and we'll we'll fight him on our own terms. Uh, good advice, obviously, because, well, it seemed like Boba was a little miffed about the Tuscans mm-hmm. being killed by the Pikes. So it changed his uh, balance, so to speak. It took him out of the uh, moment. Right. And then, and then we pivot to kind of a montage scene of the Gamorreans, Chrysanthemum, and uh, the, mod. the mods yeah. all getting ambushed uh, by the three families. So you get that kind of godfather betrayal moment, which I think everyone knew was coming at the end of episode four when everyone was like, yeah, we agreed to not get in the way. I'm pretty sure most of us knew that. And even Boba, I think, knew that he was going to get stabbed in the back. Uh, but you get poor, poor Gamorrean guards. They get lemminged right off the edge. Yeah, they just got pushed right <laughs> off. Um, that was not fun to see. No. Like, that was actually really like I'm like, oh my gosh, they're really going to do this. Yeah. They're going to show these pigs flying off a cliff. I thought somebody. I thought something was. I don't know what I thought was going to save them, but I thought something was going to swoop in and kind of protect them from going over the edge. But yeah, not yeah, to kinda not to crazy. be. And and with even with uh, Santo, as we got the nickname, <laughs> uh-huh. very nice. Yep. So Santo and the uh, the mods. I mean, I really thought that we might lose everybody. Mm-hmm. Like it felt uh, there was actually a a a chance of losing everybody, and we didn't know it was going to happen because none of these characters are obviously seen past these points um, in live action. So we, I mean, we could have lost everybody. Yeah, I mean, you don't know who for, has plot armor exactly. You know, in, in those in the, those moments, the best car plot armor has uh, dissolved around everybody <laughs> except for um, Mando, really. <laughs> Like he's the only one that we were like, Mando's gonna make it because yeah, you know he has to make it. Season three is coming, so. Um, but outside of him, I mean, really, I mean, we could have lost all those characters. We could have mm-hmm. even lost Boba, you know. Um, anyway, um, so we see them getting all ambushed. Um, uh, Boba really quickly tells Fennec, "Go find the pike where the pikes are at and uh, kill them all." Mm-hmm. Um, and it leaves Boba, Mando, and uh the major domo in the, in, in, in the, the sanctuary, bomb, in the bombed out sanctuary, um, as they're getting their position leaned in on mm-hmm. by the, by the pikes. So, uh, yeah, it, we get that really cool moment with them. I'm sure I'm skipping some stuff in the plot, but you know, we're covering the important parts. Yeah. As of now, I mean, right. yeah, I mean, really the other stuff just kind of happened while this stuff was all happening. Mm-hmm. Just, it was shot in whatever order it was shot in, but, you get that really cool moment with Mando and Boba where he's like, yeah, you know, they made the right choice. It's what I would have done like mm-hmm. previously, you know, um, as far as the other families betraying him, uh, because there's money in it for them in the long run. So yeah, they want to make money and spice gives them money. So, uh, they get that moment where Boba finally asked Mando. So I guess you're leaving too. And he's like, Nope, I'll give you my word. I'm in it. I'm in it to win it, baby. Ride I'm in it die. to win it. Ride or die. Ride or die. <laughs> Nothing's more important than family. No, right. Shoot, wrong movie. Um, but he. Um, I mean, it kind of felt like that, though, in a way. Did. I mean, even though they're not related, in you know, in in, in blood terms or anything and like that. Neither one of them are Mandalorian. From a technical <laughs> standpoint, exactly. There's there's still that shared that shared um, brotherhood that they do, where you know. The, they do hold to the creed. He even asks, "You really buy into the the bantha fodder?" The bantha fodder. The bantha fodder. And 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 Manda's like, yeah, "Yeah, yeah, for sure. This is the way." And yes. and so we get the uh, the domo. They're they're getting ready to charge out, right? They're going to do this 
gallant last stand, you know, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid busting out, going to shoot their way out. And the Major Dome was like, mm, maybe we could do something else. Maybe we can negotiate a surrender. Yeah, I'm really educated. <laughs> yeah, he likes to point that out. doesn't make me better than anybody. Well, that's the, well. It, kind it of was really me funny. Of, of the the ability to speak does not make you intelligent. Uh, yeah. Like all the way back to Qui Gon with Jar Jar. Like he speaks so well and so eloquently that it almost makes him sound more dumb because you come across as, uh, uh, oh, I can't think of the word, but um, yeah, it doesn't matter. But basically, <laughs> basically, you try and make people feel dumber than you know by by speaking that you speak. Oh, he's condescending. Them. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. That's the word. Yeah. Um, Words are hard. And they are hard, especially late at night. Uh, the, you know, the conversation between him and the Pike leader. You know, he's he's all doing this elegant tweak, and the Pike. I just thought the Pike leader was going to up and shoot him, pop him. Yeah. Well, I, and the thing was too, like you see Boba go over. Like, Hold on, I'll write something for you. And I'm like, what is he going to give up? Like he's going to give up something. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, he just comes out and starts. Just get to the point, okay. Um, you get nothing. Bobo <laughs> offers nothing. That was hysterical. Because he's, he, as he's scrolling, it's like, you know, you're scrolling on, the, on your iPad, right? And you're, yeah. just, you're getting further into the story and you realize, uh, this is not good. And yeah. he, he's completely put himself out there. That 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 humor kind of in the midst of all the yeah. tension, again, because you don't really know <laughs> which way it's going to go. Uh, it's very... Um, it's very on point. It is. And it, it, he does a good job. I, for, I don't know. I forget the actor's name, but he, uh, like, he's done a pretty good job mm-hmm. the entire show. Like, we hated him the first episode. He's the character you hate, yeah. but that he's funny when he, he's still he, funny. When they throw him in. And uh, uh, he, he did a good job this episode, and he has another scene later with, uh, oh with yes. Polymoto. So it's, it's really, I mean, really, really good episode for, for the, com- the, comedic, the comedic actors in it. They get mm-hmm. paired up later, and it's just, it's gold. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so they get the, you get nothing, and he's like, I'm just the messenger. But then behind him, you see Bobo and Mando just jetpack in, and that was a freaking 10 out of 10 awesome, awesome moment. That was fantastic. Like, oh, it's like everybody wanted that the entire season. We got it. And what I liked about it is we did get it, and we didn't get it all season. So it's one of those things, like, if you over, if you, if you overdo it, it would be boring. You know, it'd be like, oh, they're on their jetpacks. It was like uh, Mando season one when he used his flamethrower every single episode or whatever, you know? So um, I'm like, it's cool. You have that tool. Use something else. Do something different, right. please. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm glad they brought out the jetpacks in a big way. Um, yeah, and we and we didn't just get it for, you know, five seconds, ten seconds. Like, we got an extended scene yeah. of them flying back and forth, you know, over and under each other, picking off pikes left and right and it was just so satisfying. It was so good. And, that whole scene was so, just so good. You know, and and you get the knee the <laughs> the knee rocket. You know, they the, used, the they knee, pulled it all out the again. The knee rocket. I mean, yep. you got everything. Um and it's just it was it was the payoff that I think everyone was hoping or at least one of the payoffs that everyone was hoping for. Um and we actually got it, which was it's satisfying as a as a as a viewer as a fan to to kind of get that um so yeah so we get the they're they're getting pinned down getting shot left and right i don't know who taught the pikes to shoot um they're not good they're i mean i realize that they're wearing beskar and again it's it's television so we understand that they have more armor than they're showing for, (laughs) for for the number of blaster bolts that 
actually are shot and do hit them, I mean, you figure one would at least hit a knee or a leg or an arm or something. Um, but you, uh, but then, uh, well, you know what the problem was, you know, Boba probably killed all their sharpshooters on the train robbery. Um, that's probably true because those, t- those pikes were picking off Tuscans from behind Hills from, well, they were from the speeding, like, from the speeding train. Yeah. A moving train thousands of yards away, mm-hmm. but now they can't hit Mando. But it's just, you know, stormtrooper syndrome. Well, and so, so yeah, they're pinned down and, and, and then all of a sudden the folks from Freetown show up, um, to kind of say modded tank. It was like a little tank that, yeah, Pretty exactly. Sweet. It was cool. And the, uh, you know, they get behind cover and then we get introduced to the, uh, the, uh, scorpion droid or the assassin, ah, yes. the, the droidica on steroids and which I, I saw on, I think it was on Twitter, it was in the Attack of the Clones art book. So like it had, oh, it was one of yeah. those like previously concepts, concepts yeah. that never got used um, that they brought into live action, like so many other things that they've done so far. And uh, I, I have to admit when I first saw them and I saw the, the energy shields, I was like, why don't they just walk through it like we've seen happen in the past? Yeah. Um, and These are upgraded. <laughs> yeah, highly. You know, Boba even uses his, his jetpack rocket to, you know, and quickly realizes, yeah, that's not going to work. Um, and so we begin the extended battle sequence, which takes up pretty much the last, I don't know, 75% of the episode. It's it's a solid 25, 30 minutes of, of battle pouncing all over the place. Um, I mean, we get Grogu... Back in it, um, yeah. During this time, he lands. Yeah, I mean, he's uh, he's Pelly. here, and and he should. They're the little rickshaw. Uh, rickshaw um, that was a fun scene too with the cart, <laughs> which I was mean. funny. I mean, you know, and and I feel like that's all Grogu is for now is like comic relief. I mean, Amy Sedaris though is hilarious. She is funny. Like when she showed up, and he's like, "Go the other way." Right. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Now here? look who's here. Like, you know, it's just it, it, again we talked about it just just a minute ago the comedic timing on certain things in the midst of such chaos was kind of it was kind of funny it was good um so you know so uh so on that one so yeah so the the rickshaw gets yeah gets, they go away and Bubba flies off and says hey i'm i'm leaving i'll be back yeah because he's like we have nobody else to come help us um and uh, and so yeah, the rickshaw crashes. Boba catches Grogu. They have this very touching moment gag in the middle of a <laughs> middle of a war zone. Like... You know, and, but at the same time, Santo shows back up. Yeah, he survived I, it. I and I couldn't tell if his costume was falling off or he was supposed to have a broken ankle. Um, when he's walking down, I think he was supposed to have a limp. Okay, because like his foot is tipped up underneath his yeah. leg, like someone snapped his ankle. They're off. just trying to make it work. <laughs> so I was happy to see uh, BK. He's, I would have been upset if he would have if he would have fallen like, and we got so little of him. Mm-hmm. So like it would have been sad. So I'm glad he he made it out. Well, and it does open up the door for him to be in Kenobi. Uh, um. Well, he would have. Oh no, sorry. He would have already been in there. I'm yeah. sorry. Well, yeah. technically, yeah, he could still be in it, but I'm. I'm about 20 years. Yeah, too late. Too late. On that one. <clears throat> but yeah, no, um, it, it was still exciting to see him. The mods made it out. We saw them. We saw the mods make it out um, with Fennec coming to the rescue. 
uh, boy, shoots a good shot. Mm-hmm. Um, but we get that chase scene, and they they're getting backed into a corner, obviously. And you know, instead of Bobo bringing his gunship, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I was, I'm still super excited that he started riding it, but he came in riding a Rancor. Like a bantha. No, um, I saw. Well, I saw the meme of the you know the guy at the control panel, you know, wiping, dabbing the sweat. He's got the two red buttons. Uh-huh. One says, you know, bring the raincor. The other says, bring, bring the slave one. And he's just like, I don't know which one to pick, you know. And there's so many moments in this episode. This is our King Kong moment, yeah. um, obviously. And you get the fun battle back and forth between the the droid and the uh, and the raincor. I was obviously wrong that apparently. Rancors are impervious to... Uh, they can take some shots. They can take some pretty hefty shots. Um, so can BK. Surprisingly, yeah. I mean, if Chewie only would have known, he could have taken blaster fire his whole life. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, that that mean, plot armor is thick. I was surprised that he could take so much. Anyway, I was surprised that Rancor could take some so much also because he got... I mean, Rancor got hit a lot. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, the whole time Mando's trying to use the dark saber, they're trying to, they're trying to figure out every way in they can't. Um, but anyways, the Rancor is able to overpower the scorpion droid. Uh, and then, um, I, I forget, how does the second one get taken down? It's still the Rancor. Oh yeah. He does both of them. Yeah. There's no like creative. Well, mm-hmm. I, I know Mando like chops off one of the arms and. Yeah, Mando gets in on gets one, in on and, one. And, and takes a dark saber to his head, but doesn't doesn't take it down. Right. I felt like the battle was because Grogu catches the second one before it kills Mando. Oh, that's and right. The it rips, Rancor, out, rips out the rips out the uh, bearing out of its leg. Yeah, and then the Rancor comes through and just destroys it. I totally thought we were going to get a Luke in the hallway scene with somehow Grogu just crushing oh, him force into force crushing him, force crushing him into like an aluminum can. Honestly, that would have been awesome. <laughs> Like if he if he would have force crushed a scorpion droid, I would have been like, I'm here for that. Because we saw him do it on the training remote, right? So you mean it's not that it's not that far of a leap that no. he could somehow have honed his because honed his honed his skill to to force crush. That would have been cool. That would have made including Grogu in this episode totally worth it. Um, instead, we get uh, Chris Pratt taming the Velociraptors. I mean, yeah. So Boba got. Launched off of yeah. of the Rancor by by Cad. Cad was not very nice to the Rancor. He sprayed the, sprayed him. sprayed the fire. <laughs> Do does every bounty hunter have uh-huh. have a fire uh-huh. um, fire spray on their wrists? I don't know. Um, and then Mando forgot to use his when the Rancor tried to eat him. That's amazing. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, but yeah, the uh, yeah sorry Cad, Cad, Cad throws Cad, Boba off. Yeah, kind of throws him off. Um, so the Rancor starts going crazy, and we get our standoff that I really didn't think we were gonna get Mm-mm. because I thought I thought we were gonna get more more CAD, but uh, and we all knew it was gonna happen once Boba hit the ground and CAD was talking too much. He monologued. Why? You what? sly dog! You caught me monologuing. It was a total syndrome moment from The Incredibles. Yeah, um, but it was um, cool duel. I mean. Um, he ends up being, you know, what's funny is I had to go back and watch it again because I'm like, when did Boba get his gaffy stick? And then he sure, he he, he, he had, had it, it on him. On the Rancor, he yes. had it, but he didn't have it before that. Right. Um. So not only did he go back to get the Rancor, but he also saw the gaffy stick laying on the wall. And you're like, you know what? I need that too. Um. 
Well, and it was the, just it was just the, some of the choices are just like it's almost comedic, but at the same time, that's the way they wanted the story to go, and it still worked. It did. It's not like it didn't work. Mm-hmm. I was just like, why would he have his gaffy stick with him with all these other weapons that he has? Mm-hmm. Anyway, well, and the the back and forth between Cat and Boba, you know, it called back to their time together in the Clone Wars. Yeah, um, with him as a boy, so post Camino, post Django, but. Uh, you know, post Django's death on Geonosis. And, it, you know, for those who haven't seen the Clone Wars cartoons, you know, young Boba runs with Cad yeah. in the cartoon for a, a handful of episodes. Basically know, episode shows arc. him the ropes. Exactly. And <clears throat> and then Boba later takes the mantle of being kind of the most feared bounty hunter. And everyone knows the rest. And so that exchange, that personal, like, exchange between the two of them, again, for those who familiar with the backstory uh was really it was really well written and you know made the you know you look out for yourself anything else is is weakness and again the whole monologue thing it's like he pointed he had the gun pointed at his face for a solid <laughs> 10 seconds um but the, but the subsequent gaffy stick attack yep. was it was really well choreographed it, it was, was really awesome. well done it looked great um and it was nice to have that come full circle with the Tuscan element yeah. to it. Um, it was cool. I mean, it was cool. And and um, we saw some blinking lights still. So Cad Cad's might not, not dead. He's not dead. I don't think he is either. We didn't see um, um, his droid come out. So, you know, he might just fly down uh, at any time and be like, probably get yelled at first, but mm-hmm. then save him. Um, but yeah, I mean, his 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 heart or whatever his life support system was still beeping. Yeah. I expected it to go beep, beep, beep. And then the beeping to stop, but it kept going. So clearly it happened for a reason. Yeah. Toto three, six zero will come down. Just he'll swoop down. You think they're still hanging out? I would think so. I don't know what, who else that droid can go in the way. Only if it's Seth green voice in it. If honestly, if it's anyone else, <laughs> people are going to be upset. So it better be Seth green. Um, but we get that cool moment. Uh, Cad, Cad's done down, out for the, out out for the count. Um, Rancor's on, Rancor's on a tirade now. Rancor's on a tirade, and everyone's f- afraid of him mm-hmm. for a good reason because it's a Rancor tearing down the streets of Mos Espa. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mando, you know, tries to tame the beast himself. Tells everybody to stop shooting at it. Uh, goes up there, tries to get on the reins. It doesn't go as well for Mando as it did for Boba. And uh, it's way different than a blurg. Yeah. Boy, does he get thrown off pretty hard. I mean, that Rancor had its way. And there was a few cool Rancor moments I do want to just sit back on real quick with Boba. Like the time when the Rancor picked up the pike, let Boba shoot it, mm-hmm. and then threw him. Mm-hmm. Like, threw him. It was, I thought that was freaking And we got awesome. the Wilhelm scream. Oh, yeah. fantastic. And then we saw him eat a couple. You know, like, hey, all good things from the Rancor. It was a very satisfying... Um, uh, entrance for yes. for the Rancor. It wasn't a kind of hit and run. Like it was an extended thing. You know, you, and like I said, you got the King Kong moment of him hanging from. They climbed up to the, the, the like, tower building and and was holding Mando. It was very it was very King Kong like. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun with the Rancor. I thought, mm-hmm. um, and now I'm really mad about Haslab not coming through. So, 
um, for all you people it's that like could have backed. Knew. It's like they knew it was coming. It's like Hasbro knew something big was coming with the Rancor, even though they were pitching us the Return of the Jedi Rancor. So it's it's not it would it have been the same one, but um, come you, on, you could have played with it the same. Come way. on, right? I mean, I could add Boba riding my a Rancor in my in the Jedi Temple here. So like, cool. Anyway, not happening. Um, we'll get back to HasLab a little later. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, overall, I was really happy with the Rancor scenes. Uh, Grogu comes in to save the day, tames the beast with the Force, puts him to sleep. It's a common Force trick, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he curls up next to him, you know, like a, a kid cuddling up next to a dog, except the dog is 40 times your size. No, it's like a kid crawling up next to a silverback gorilla yeah. and then sleeping next to it, you know, feeling safe in its, in its presence. Yeah. Um, but, uh, cool scene. Uh, we got some extra people from Newtown that had a little more FaceTime. Freetown. Newtown. Freetown. Newtown. <laughs> we have our own Newtown. Right. We have a Newtown around here and yeah, it, I don't think they're free. No. So, <laughs> um, so, my bad. Uh, Freetown. Yeah. Um, but good stuff there. Um, just got to see them take over control like they got the high ground and started taking out all the pikes. Um, they're good shots over there in Freetown. And then um, everyone got upset about the spin move. The, did you see, yeah, uh, the did you see that? Yeah, the spin move from the main mod. I mean, why? Who cares? I mean, just let them spin. I don't, I don't That's know. what you're going to complain about this episode? I mean, you're going to find something, so you might as well pick on that, right? I mean, there are other things to be critical of, uh, you know, legit critical of. I mean, spinning in the middle of the street and taking a shot at the pike, I don't I don't think is one of them. I mean, Anakin, you know, pioneered spinning for no reason. You know, he said, I'll try spinning. That's a good trick. So, and nobody made fun of him for that because, you know, they do make They do make fun of him for oh, that, they make fun of him for that? The people, the people do. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, because you got the whole, that's the thing, like, there was the whole mod Freetown conglomerate, you know, trying to do their own thing off on the side. And, and so that's what, the, the extended battle scene, the extended battle in general, You've got a lot of moving pieces, a lot of overlap. Um, you know, they were cool scenes. You know, they. But again, does it? You know, does it advance the plot? You know, leave that leave that up to you. Uh, but yeah, so we get the taming of uh, of the rancor, the taming of the beast, and then we get the sort of the end scene with. Uh, oh, did you see Amy Sedaris lost a tooth in that scene too? Yes. She lost it, just spit it out, and just yes. kept going. It was yes. pretty awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then you talked about the comic, uh, the comedic oh, the comic relief. Yeah. Between uh, the major domo and, and her, uh, his bench, get, his his cover gets blasted, mm-hmm. and then it's just get out here, uh-huh. come out, come out of your head tails or whatever. I forget what she called him. Ah, uh, yeah, head tails. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, oh, nice head tails. That's what she said. That was yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so so I mean, we 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 the battle ends. The Pikes retreat. Um, you know, that's it's a win. They win the battle. And then you see Fennec just uh. Yeah, that was the thing. So we the finisher or the last scene, like the last relevant scene, is is back in the Pike's headquarters. the ma- The mayor is there, the Athorian, and you have members from the Transosians, the Clatoonians, and the Aquilish groups talk at, talking to the Pike. To the Pike uh, leader and the Pike leader is like, yeah, we're uh, this isn't this is no longer a profitable thing for us. We're just going to take off and and obviously the three families, you know, they're like, we can't, you can't be leaving us behind. We just 
we just threw all of our people out to help you. Um, doesn't matter because uh, they get picked off one by one, uh, which I'm guessing she shot through the roof yeah. opening. That's what I'm guessing. Or just through the roof, period. Because probably, I mean, you know, on some of their weapons, they can see through wall. Like they oh, yeah, you have the heat sensors. Yeah. Because uh, I was confused why they were looking so confused when there was one sort of skylight yeah. thing. Um, but but nevertheless, you end up with the Pike leader left, and he gets he gets totally shanked in the back. And for me, I feel like that really just killed season two because now you know where does it go you know because we pivot back to sort of a renewed Mos Espa it's being rebuilt all the people are saluting Boba now Boba has earned the respect he is clearly in charge apparently he has to wave with his right arm and his right shoulder is really bothering him uh and and there's a back and forth between Fennec and I can't remember exactly what was said as far as you know now what do we do sort of thing but it kind of ends there. Yeah, because uh, Boba's like, this, this isn't a life for us. And then Fennec gives him the, if not us, who? Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I'd be surprised if Boba stays there a whole lot longer. Um, he'll probably pass it on to somebody. But I do want to see him continue to work with Santo. Um, I just think that'd be awesome. Right. Um, and I, I know, I mean, end goal, I'm sure we're going to see these guys in Mando Season 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't see a reason why we wouldn't. Uh, the way that they're writing everything is they're all going to be connected and they're all going to overlap at any moment, any episode. So um, we'll see how long he stays there um, in charge, but he's like, he kind of wanted, he wanted it, but now that he's got it, he's like this, the grass is always greener. My friend, the grass is always greener. What's the next challenge? Basically. Exactly. So um, I'm curious to see what he ends up doing, but I'd love for them to get more into the crime families and stuff like that, but I just don't see it necessarily happening. Um, well, then we, the closing scene, we're back in the Naboo Starfighter yep. flying through space. Uh, Grogu, unsurprisingly, fills the the spot that everyone knew that he would fill. Um, it's tapping on the glass. Uh, it is cute. It's I cute. mean, come on. If, if you have a kid in your life that continuously asks for more or That's do it again... Cute. It's, it's, it is, it's not, it's, it's not, not, but it cute. is, it is, but it's not, um, depending on I how love, many times I it love is. my son, but when my son asked me the same thing 12 times in a row, yeah, it's not cute. Anymore. It's not cute anymore. That's very true. Um, especially if it takes physical effort from you to mm-hmm. do whatever it is. Right. Uh, but, uh, it was, it was awesome. Like, cause Mando, you see, you hear the frustration. Like, no, we're not doing it again. Okay. One more time. <laughs> Um, it was really funny. Then he takes off. So, um, and that's where we end the scene. So, I, I mean, we knew that's kind of how it was going to go. Um, overall, what would you give it? I mean, it's like an eight and a half for me. Like eight to an eight and a half. I was really excited about the rancor. Like that was really exciting for me. Uh, poor choice in my opinion, but I was really excited to see it uh, because you should have brought your gunship. Um, that's just my opinion. Um, but. And we saw the maneuverability of his ship with the Rancor stuff. So like, he can get in close mm-hmm. and take some shots if he wants to. Um, I wonder which would have resulted in less collateral damage. I don't know because the Rancor, <laughs> the Rancor did a Rancor lot. The Rancor tore some stuff up. Um, and you don't see anybody complaining about that. Weird, weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, probably an eight, like an eight and a half, eight to an eight and a half, somewhere in that ballpark. Just because uh, there was some stuff I would have rather seen, but overall 
pretty good episode. Uh, I was happy with the finale. I, I mean, I there's a lot. Of, I mean, the jetpacks were just freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. So like the the entire fight and with the comedic relief in the middle, like I mean, it was really well written and r- really well done. I felt like so. Yeah, I'm gonna give it an eight. That's fair. Maybe like I'm gonna give it like a seven point eight to eight. Um, for many of the reasons that you you said, uh, I personally was not a fan of having Grogu in this episode. Uh, I don't know what he brought to the episode. You know, I don't know if it was meant to add a a an additional level of <clears throat> peril for Mando because now he's got to worry about Grogu. Uh, which I mean, he did right. That was that was part of it. He was worried about him being, you know, getting hurt, and and he right. had the first scene. First scene they were in, he had to save him. He had to catch him. He had to jetpack off and catch him. I mean, he did have the Beskar armor on, which he's like, oh, you put the armor on, and and I will get into this in a second, but I, I, I yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say like a seven eight to an eight for me. Yeah. Seven seven. Oh, for IMDb. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not surprised by and, that. And and I think part of it has to do with the the battle itself was I feel like it was extended longer than maybe was necessary. Um I mean that could be argued, certainly yeah. it could be debated. Um <clears throat> the the Cad Boba scene was great. Oh my god, I feel like they could have done more with that to like maybe extended it or or made it more of a fight as opposed to him getting knocked off the rancor and then Cad just standing like there was no battle. That's kind of like what Cad does though. He's a dueler. Like he doesn't like we've seen him square off with so many people. He's not. It's not going to be a true fight for him, with him. He's just going to duel. Like he very rarely gets his hands like in the middle of stuff. You know. That's yeah. That's like fair. he did with Fennec in the Bad Batch. But like before that, like shot down Hunter. Like I mean, he's he's the duel kind of guy. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, back to, thinking back to Clone Wars stuff. I mean, there's there. there are, more extended fight scenes, including him. Um, he's he's obviously no spring chicken. At this point, he's in his seventies. I think someone did the age his age. At this point, he's in his seventies, so certainly he's not as nimble. I get that. Um, I just feel like they could have done more with Cad. I think they still will. I hope so. I hope they do. I mean, they they can obviously do a uh, a show before this. Like, what is he doing during during the Empire? I'm just saying we didn't stuff. see his body burning. Correct. I mean, he's. I, I. I. Yeah. I honestly don't think he's dead. Um, but the scenes with the Rancor were were fun. Uh, again, you get the extended Rancor viewing. Jetpacks. Ten out of ten. Would would watch again. Um, so yeah. I mean, overall, not bad. So, I think the big thing with Grogu coming back this episode was just to set set off into Mando three. I think that was the biggest thing. Like, but you don't need that. Well, you put them together right now. That way, they can just start together right away and there's no killed time in the mando season three because let's face it like it's gonna be packed like we're gonna go to mandalore and i can't wait but why does so all right so before we do before we talk about you know maybe next steps or what we want to see what would you rate the season as a whole oh i knew this question was on the list tonight and i i just was dreading it Mm -hmm. and that includes everything so don't 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 pick out the episodes and as a as a balloon show as a show i enjoyed the show so i'm gonna give it like an eight and a half i still wanted more boba Mm. i think that's i mean it's just it is what it is it's my opinion so like i wanted more boba 
So two episodes full of Mando wasn't exactly what I wanted or needed. It was good, great episodes. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I think there's probably, if if I'm not mistaken, there's probably the two highest rated episodes mm-hmm. of the of the series, um, which for good reason. But why didn't we get that kind of stuff for Boba? I don't know. Um, yeah, nine three and nine four respectively for wow. five and yeah, six. Yeah, and I'm not surprised by that. Like those were there were some sweet scenes in mm-hmm. those sh- in the in those two episodes. Um, but overall for the show, like, yeah, eight and a half. If I would have had more Boba, it would have been a little higher, a little bit more action um, here and there. I knew it can't, I knew it wouldn't be every, everything, all action all the time. I don't, I didn't expect that, but I expected more Boba. And uh, yeah, I mean, I think it goes back to the whole thing too. Like he's no spring chicken now. Like, I mean, that rancor really affected him and his body, obviously. So um, Fennec did a lot of work for him this season which i was expected mm-hmm. um and then yeah i mean overall happy with the series hopefully hopefully we get a season two um and hopefully it's more focused on what um boba santo and fennec can do together mm-hmm. um most likely off world i would think yeah I, I, I hope they leave tatooine if there's a season two um <clears throat> one thing we didn't mention was the post post credit scene or uh, like yeah. or mid credit scene of Vanth in the back to tank, which is alluded to someone's already using the back to tank, uh, because Fennec says, uh, "Why don't you go rest in the back to tank?" And we see the mod getting ready to work on Cobb. Yeah. Uh, I saw some really funny memes: uh, Robo, Robo Vanth, Robo Cobb. Uh, Robo Cobb is hilarious. <laughs> Robo Cobb's really good. Honestly, that might be the uh, person that's going to take over for him in Most Espa, which I could get behind. Yeah, why not? I mean. T- Timothy Oliphant is, I I pretty much enjoy everything that I see him in. So yeah. I would not be upset with the Marshal taking over Mos Espa. Yeah, pretty uh, sweet. But yeah, as, as a series as a whole, I'm going to give it probably a B minus. So I'll give it an eight. Um, there were certain things that I didn't understand from his character development. So we get the backstory with the with the Tuscans and everything like that. And then we're in Mos Espa, uh, and w- I don't understand his motivation for really anything that he's doing. It's not really conveyed. Well, why is he, you know, he wants to run the city, but he wants to run it. He still wants to get paid, right? So he's still kind of running a racketeering sort of thing. He still wants to get his, his tributes. But the second there's actual crime involved, he wanted to do it when he was part of the Tuscans. But now that he's in charge of the city, he no longer wants a part of the spice money. So that that whole change in perspective in such a short time time frame doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me for his motivation. Because if he's meant to be a crime lord, <clears throat> which is essentially kind of what he's supposed to be, I suppose, uh, he, he wants as little to do with crime as possible. And he's not really dictating it or allowing it and then taking a cut of it the way that I would expect him to, the way that Jabba did. Uh, Jabba didn't care as long as he got paid, right? And I guess Bob is the same way, except he didn't want to get paid for it, uh, at least when he was in charge of the city. Well, I think the uh, a piece of it is the fact that for the Tuscan situation, I think he knew that the Tuscans were not going to take down the whole spice trade that wasn't going to be possible for them Mm -hmm. 
So he probably was just trying to get them a cut for letting them pass the same. I mean, that's 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 something for the Tuscans that they can just have because mm-hmm. um, he's not going to always be there, obviously. So, but he had more muscle with the Tuscan tribes than he did in Mos Espa. Mos Espa. I mean, he had four, six, five people, and only three of them were probably well, um, well trained in 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 shooting and everything like that, right? I mean, the mods <clears throat> were great spies and and uh, informants and stuff like that, but they weren't soldiers. Uh, they held their own, I suppose, but they're not Santo. They're not Mando. They're not Fennec, and so at least with the Tuscans, they were warriors. They were trained and everything. Any, anyways, I didn't really understand his character progression. Yeah, that was not really well conveyed. And maybe <clears throat> the plan is to explore it more in season two. It's just the two episodes that had Mando in it, which were so good. I feel like they could have used that to flesh out why is he doing what he's doing why is he acting the way he is because i think that for so many people that was the most disappointing thing was they had this vision of who boba is or was and then he's this i mean he's this pillowcase you know he's he's soft he's soft right i mean the the most intensity you see is him as a tuscan or what well, with the tuscans and then him against cad in between there's not a whole lot of intensity and so what prompted him to go from that intensity with the Tuscans to being more docile, I guess you would say. Yeah. Um, so for me, that's kind of what knocks it down. Um, again, the Mando episodes were, were great. Didn't really do much to advance the Boba story. Maybe that wasn't the point. Maybe it wasn't meant to be a Boba show. Uh, I thought a long time ago. I mean, I, I said that the point of this is to make sure that they they pass the torch and set up Mando season three. Even though the torch has been passed, really. I right. Mean. And if that's the case, okay, fine. But then it was clearly missold, um, which is which is probably my... worse. Uh, you know, to sell it as, hey, it's going to be a Boba Fett show. And then, uh, just kidding. This was always just to set up Mando season three. You know, and it wouldn't be the first time that fans were lied to or misled. But <clears throat> I think, again, with such an iconic character... We've talked about it before. He's your favorite. He's, you know, dozens of times over. Uh, you know, you've got his memorabilia, you know, his helmets and stuff like that. For so many fans of Boba, it just kind of feels like y'all were cheated out of something that could have been really, really good. Well, at least two episodes. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. And, and I can, I mean, like I said, like eight and a half. That's, I mean, for me, it's still like, and I get flack for this all the time, and that's totally fine. But like, it's still Star Wars. Like, mm-hmm. it's still Star Wars for me, and I, I still enjoyed the series as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, did I want other things? Sure, mm-hmm. but I still got a really good show that sets up uh, more character stuff for uh, a, another character later this year um, that I know we're gonna enjoy also. Mm-hmm. So um, that's why. So that's 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 me, and I I, I am critical of things, and yep. you you know me like especially when we all of a sudden we had one the first episode with Mando, I'm like, so no Boba, um, second episode, uh, he's there but he doesn't speak, he doesn't speak, yeah. So it was um, uh, there was frustrating times, but uh, overall as a show like excellently done. Uh, I look forward to more. We got some cool characters <laughs> introduced, and uh, I mean. That's a win. Yeah, so. I, I I totally agree. Uh, and the 
Star Wars is Star Wars, and and I don't know that I could ever hate. I could strongly dislike something. I could strongly disagree with many components of something, but I don't know that I could ever hate something yeah. Star Wars. Like I said earlier, um, I can poke poke fun at the fact that we chose a Rancor mm-hmm. over a gunship, mm-hmm. but I still love the Rancor scene. So like, I'm not going to take that away from anything. But I'm like, there there's fun to be poked. I mean, and that's oh fine. yeah, and and that's I think that is there's a difference between being critical and in a constructive sense yeah. and then just pointing at something and saying, this is stupid. Why did you even consider like the spin? For example, just, I saw people talking about it on Twitter. I didn't even know what they were talking about. Yeah. Because you know? it's just, it's, it's literally, it's a two second thing. The dude spins and, and I didn't even think, I, I thought nothing of it when I saw, when I saw the scene, I was thinking, okay, cool. It's a stylized shot that we've seen dozens of times over. I mean, maybe that's how his eye works. Or yeah. I it, mean, come on. Exactly. And so it, I, I think if you're looking at character development or lack of character development or lack of character inclusion, like we did with Bad Batch, where fives and tech were just, uh, you know, what were the points? You know, th- there was no character um, expansion. Oh, Echo there. and tech. Sorry. Oh, sorry. You Echo, five, not fives, yeah. not Echo. Sorry, er, sorry not fives. Yeah. Echo, yeah. sorry. Echo and tech. I had to think of who uh, you were talking about. I'm like, yeah, not fives. They all look good. the same. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, That's and funny. they all sound the same, too. Uh, it's weird. <laughs> um, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh boy but yeah so but similarly like I, th- I think if you can be constructively critical of certain aspects of the show i think that's healthy i think that's how you know discussion should occur yeah uh, unfortunately we don't really get that much it's either you know i love it and it's the greatest thing ever or i hate it and it's the worst thing ever and, and then if you say that somewhere the next person that comments on it is you're wrong mm-hmm. this is why and mm-hmm. this is why i think the way i do but you're wrong you can't enjoy it the way you want to, right? You're because you're wrong. Exactly. You remember that, and and so and that's the thing. Like for people who loved this last episode, yeah. awesome, great. You know that's fantastic. Yeah. And for people who hated it, cool. You know that's your thing. Um, it's it, could were there things that could have been done better in the series as a whole? Certainly, um, but uh, overall, I mean. It's pretty good stuff. It was good. I mean, it, it, like you can't say it was bad, you know. Yeah. And and so and that's and that's a win, you know. I think overall that that that's and a win. even if you hated every single episode, like let's say you really did, you hated every single episode except for the Mando ones. Mm-hmm. You can't say it's bad then mm-hmm. because you got two episodes that you were like ten out of ten on. So it can't be bad mm-hmm. if you get two two out of seven episodes, ten out of ten, mm-hmm. like. Come on. It averages out. It averages out somewhere, <laughs> right? Um, anyway, but uh, I think that's uh, going to close it out for the Book of Boba for us. I mean, we hope we get a season two. Mm-hmm. Hasn't been announced yet. Uh, wish it would have been. Uh, and like I said, if it doesn't get um, greenlit for season two, it's because we're going to see all these characters mm-hmm. in Mando um, over time. So um, still would be awesome to see uh, season two, but we'll see what happens. And the other thing is... Um, it's a good discussion about it, but do you think the Marshall got rewritten into um, the oh into she, surviving or no? Well, he, well, no. I mean, obviously, he's going to survive, right? Right. So, did he get? Was there a rewrite on the future show? Um, oh my gosh, which one? The the New Republic show. Um, Oh, Not the, yeah, um, Rangers of the Rangers, Rangers of, of the of the New Republic. Yeah, 
was there a rewrite? Because originally that story was going to be based around Caradoon. I don't know if that's still going the way the way they want, obviously, because uh, well, but 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 Cobb, you know, isn't a he, he had the stripes. Right. I mean, he had the stripes for the marshal, so <clears throat> technically he could become a ranger. Yeah, I mean, I think that they could they could it wouldn't necessarily be in the original uh, through the original lens, right? Like they would probably. Um, Maybe they make it more Western, have a have a more Western feel, which again would be cool. I mean, yeah. Star Wars to some extent is a space Western, so. Um, but yeah, if if we get a season two, I hope that they, like you said, focus more on the crime families, and expand. You know, let's get some let like let's visit Nalhuda. Let's let's. Oh, go, you want to visit to a you want to go to a new world? I would like to go to a new planet with you know that isn't uh, wherever Luke is setting up his. Jedi Temple. Um, That's fair. Um, but yeah, overall, good stuff. Um, but we got to keep it moving. Yeah. Um, man, we are. We well, rolling. I mean, it, well, it's, it was the season finale. It, it deserved, and, and a recap. So it deserved a little extra time. Um, so jumping into some quick news uh, news and notes, we did learn yesterday that Jimmy Smiths is go- being cast as Bail Organa, in, or being brought back as Bail Organa in the Kenobi series, which is... Awesome. Gonna have to de-age him a little bit, I think. A little bit, <laughs> um, but hey, they've gotten lots of practice at that with uh, yeah. <laughs> with Luke, and I think what what it means, what's really cool, is, and there's been reports about there already being a young Leia cast from last summer, but I think it means that we get Kenobi going to Alderaan at some point, and him at that point learning that Leia is force sensitive. Um, and that's how, because obviously Obi Wan knows that Leia is uh, has force sensitivity, unless he sensed it when she was a baby. That's unlikely because she probably wouldn't have had. You know, she's not developing anything at that point. Um, so I would. There's no reason to bring back Bale without Leia. In my opinion, and there's no reason to bring back Bale if you're not gonna, because Bale's not gonna seek out Obi Wan on Tatooine. He's supposed to be in seclusion. We know that Kenobi's going to bounce around to a couple different places. It would make total sense to have him go see his old friend, his old friend um, on Alderaan, Uh, which would be cool because that would be the first time we ever see Alderaan, uh, like on the the planet surface. You're right. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, uh, Well, that's not true because we do get it at the end of uh, Revenge of the Sith. Um, because they shoot that scene at the uh, very end yes. where he where he takes her takes Leia back. Just a glimpse. Yeah, just yeah. a glimpse. So if we get a bit of extended time <clears throat> on Alderaan as one of the planets of interest, that would be cool. So do you do you do you do you see him as doing anything else no. other than that? No. Kenobi's just gonna sit in his hut <laughs> and talk to Force Ghosts. No. Um Alderaan would be cool. Uh I honestly think that Bringing Bail Organa back into the fold for the, for that show um, will probably have him doing favors for him, so he might be searching for other Jedi also. So, does Obi Wan? Well, I guess Obi Wan does know where Yoda went, because I know Yoda tells Bail into his seclusion he goes, and I think he probably tells him that he's going to Dagobah. But it well. 
trying to think what they can squeeze into six episodes. You know, do we get, I know there's been a lot of speculation about maybe we get Force Ghost Qui-Gon. Um, is there, I mean, Yoda is already going to, Yoda was already supposed to teach Obi-Wan how to, how to do that. Is that right. done? Is that still ongoing? Would we get some of that? I don't know if we can do that in six episodes, but. Can we talk about some de-aging? Liam Neeson got old. He's about to be in some action movie that comes out this summer. Yeah, but you know, it's <laughs> just slap some same. long hair on him and a and a beard. He'll he'll be fine. Right, right, just, right. Just for a minute, you know, give him that nice dark brown Jedi look. And I mean, he just needs to sit there and talk, so mm-hmm. he'll be okay. And he'll be like blued out, so that yeah, that would be fine. I think that would be fine. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's the Kenobi news. Uh, the other bit of uh, awesomeness that came out yesterday was the Old Republic. DLC game uh, looks good. Legacy of the Sith. Um, and game. I, I've never played the Old Republic uh, online. I remember the original cinematic trailer for it with the massive Jedi Sith battle uh, in I think it was one of the old temples uh, with Malgus, and it was just awesome. And or maybe it was with or no, sorry, it was with a different Sith. But this one we get Malgus and and a couple Jedi. And it's a six and a half minute trailer. Yeah. And they end up in this, uh, well, it starts out with a young kid being sort of trained uh, or at least tested for force sensitivity and then taken off and trained. And then you skip ahead to Jedi or Padawan and Master trying to take down this uh, maybe Sentinel, like a Sis Sentinel or something like that. Yeah. uh, With a, with a, with a massive machine, you know, it, it, the gyroscope machine behind him, it reminded me of, uh, uh, like the gyroscopes in Jedi Fallen Order with like on Zepho. Yeah. Um, that's kind of what it reminded me of. And, and maybe they're related. Could be. Yeah. But, and then we see them while well, they take down the machine and there's, a, it's a holocron in there. So mm-hmm. and it's a Jedi holocron. So that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But then you get the, the, the Malgus introduction with <clears throat> the trying to twist the Padawan's Mind thought process bit, yeah. into the fact that, you know, she was chosen, her brother was left behind. And, and it ties into that whole, uh, in, I don't know, indoctrination into, you know, painting the Jedi in a way that isn't as glamorous as many think, you know, and that, you know, the the Jedi Order is not as as bright and shiny as as maybe everyone's thought you know led to believe. Uh, but yeah, if you haven't seen it, highly recommend you go watch it. You can find it. I think I, well, pretty much everywhere on YouTube. Um, but I believe that patch. I think that was patched in yesterday. So I think that's live. So if you play the Old Republic, um, you can enjoy it now. And and I'm almost tempted to go buy it off Steam and. Because I think I think it's a, a standalone game with it, and then you play it on the servers. But and I'm almost tempted to go, yeah, to go buy it and play it. Because who doesn't want to be bad? I mean, in the world of Star Wars, it's. Uh, I feel like they have more fun, right? I know when I played Kotor, I uh, I leaned a little to the dark. I side. definitely got grayed out. <laughs> I, I was not the most appealing person to look at. Uh, in 2004 graphics that's for sure <laughs> and when and when that game gets remade you know when the remake comes out n- next year i think 
um, I will definitely be getting it and playing it. Um, Should be a lot of fun. For sure. Um, any more? I don't think we have any more news or notes. No. I uh, as far as that's concerned. So let's finish with toy and collectible discussions. Um, Ooh, yes. I'll, I'll go first since yeah. yours is a bigger sort of go for it. discussion point. So a couple new or relatively new Lego announcements. You got uh, Boba's, Boba's Throne Room or uh, yeah, Boba's Throne Room. Uh, Looks like a cool piece also. Which does look cool. It's... Um, it's like 800 pieces, comes with seven minifigs, and I think I believe the price tag on it's 99.99, uh, so 100 bucks. The mini feels like a lot of minifigs for that few pieces. It it's I mean yeah the 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 price per piece is a little off, but they make up for it. I feel like with the with the amount of minifigs plus it's it's supposed to be a new mold on Bib Fortuna's head, so they made him fat in his face, but they didn't make him fat in his body. Um, but then we got, and I can't remember her name right now, but she's the, um, uh, sort of the pink dancer from the, uh, from the job, uh, from the sort of band in the special edition. Oh yeah. Um, she, she's getting her own minifigure. So that's, that's the first time we've ever seen her. That's unique. Uh, we're getting, uh, Boba again. I don't think there's anything special about this Boba. We're getting Fennec, but without her helmet. Uh, we've got a, um, Oh, why can't I think of his name? Gamorian. Keely. Uh, not Keely. Uh, yeah, uh, there's... There's one Gamorian. There is a Gamorian. Uh, why can I not think of the pirate's name? Um, oh, it's going to kill me. Uh, well, the other set we got while I look up who the other uh, who the other minifig is, because it's going to bother me, uh, is a the modified... And Naboo Starfighter. Uh, so Mando's Mando's new fighter from Episode Five, uh, unsurprisingly, is getting its own Lego set. Um, it looks overall pretty good. I believe the price tag on that is going to be seventy dollars. Um, so sixty nine ninety nine comes with a BD one or uh, yeah, like a new BD one. Or actually, I guess it's the first BD one that we've actually ever gotten. Then because uh, they never did many Jedi or- Jedi Fallen Order sets, uh, we get. Uh, Mando, we get, uh, what, what's, uh, Sedaris's name? I can't think of her name. Um, Pelimato. Thank you. Pelimato. And, um, who is the fourth? Is there a pit droid? I should have really, who's the, sorry, I'm going to, oh, Weequay is, oh, Weequay, Weequay yeah. is the I other one. And that. then you get a Quarren, uh, are the other two, are the other two, uh, figs. And then the uh, Naboo Starfighter, you get the. Uh, let's see if uh, let's see if I can pull it up on Twitter or Target.com here real quick. Um, no, but you get another one. I don't remember what it is. But the the build itself looks fine. Um, it's not as detailed as some of the mocks that I've seen. Uh, the the engines are maybe leave a bit to be desired, but overall to go to go along with the throne room from from Mando season two. Uh, and a couple of the other early sets that they've announced, like the helmets, um, overall pretty, pretty solid stuff. So, uh, I will probably be getting multiples of both. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one to play with, one to, uh, uh, cause, cause the throne room is definitely a play set. So, um, it's something I can play with with Connor and again, same, same thing with the Starfighter. It'll be, it'll, it'll definitely be playable or you know play with it so uh and then a few will sit on my shelf for 
for a while probably. Yeah. Hold on to those. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much Lego news. Uh, what fun stuff did you get uh, today, actually? Yeah, so I got a couple of fun things. First stuff, I've got my... Um, they're coming out of the new wave of the Black Series figures. I've got the uh, Leia in her Yavin um, outfit during the throne, throne room scene. And then um, the single packs for um, Dr. Ezevan and Ponda Baba. Mm-hmm. Um, cool stuff. Um, I was happy to get those single figs. I mean, I have them in the Cantina showdown with Obi-Wan over there. Um, from a set last summer, but it was good to see these come out in single packs. And then the uh, the big ones came today. So speaking of HasLab, uh, Rancor did not go, so I got that money back quickly. <laughs> um, but um, my $350 uh, um, Razor Crest from the Vintage Collection from HasLab came in today. Uh, very excited about that. Uh, haven't had time to unpack it yet. Um, I will be unpacking it. Uh, it is definitely a, it's a massive box. Like the box comes up to my waist. Well, and you have um, two of them. Yeah. Well, you know, I got two <laughs> of them. Now, do they come, uh, as an actual ship or is it just a pile of debris? Um, you know, can it be c- broken down into a pile of debris? The, you can't break it down that far. Um, I, I think I saw in one of the unboxing videos inside the Grogu um, figure that comes with it because one of them it comes with him in his pram and, and up and it's carded figure in there. I believe in his carded figure there is the knob. So oh cool you can take it down to the knob if you just want to have <laughs> Din picking up the knob out of a out of a diorama set. Pretty cool, um, but overall. Really, really cool um, piece. Uh, if you are interested in that, go check out the unboxing video that Hasbro posted for it uh, and, and many others. And I will have to um, do my own personal unboxing stuff uh, when I get it out. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, it comes with uh, a Mando, a Jawa with their egg uh, from Arvalo 7, and then um, uh, Grogu mm-hmm. with his Pram along with multiple carbonite bounties uh escape pod attachment for, that pops out for the for the razor crest and then all of his utility like his his guns and yeah stuff like the like armory that. yeah the, the fully stocked armory so really really cool piece uh looking forward to unpacking it they're going for like seven hundred dollars on the second market Unsurprising. already. Unsurprising, yeah, double double um, price at least double price if not more from some people a lot of people are posting for much more than that um I mean, this is a product that people might complain that people are scalping because they're just coming out, so to speak. Well, but it's not scalping because you can't get it. You can't get it, it, it anywhere. It's, it's effectively a retired product yeah, and, at this and, point. And not just that, but they make them to order. Mm-hmm. So if you order it, it will, it'll be made. Mm-hmm. So um, for all those people that want to complain about the price hike and these items, imagine if you stuck $350 in the price in the stock market, you hope to if in in a year and a half you hope to double that money i mean ideally that i mean if not see a considerable gain on it right well and they could have they could have backed it themselves well that's what i'm saying <laughs> though but like i mean from just an investment yeah, standpoint i right. mean like we literally i mean i gave hasbro 700 dollars <laughs> 16 months ago dropping the bucket and <laughs> compared I, it, to the money's know, gone the right, money exactly. the it's money a sunk was, cost it's sunk it's, cost yep. it's gone so like 
if the product comes in and I decide I want to double price one so I mm-hmm. can pay for my other one, that's uh, the cost of collecting, mm-hmm. really. So for or so you could buy you know six black chrysanthemums. Um, yeah, black series so, yeah, we could talk about that announcement. <laughs> but, also, but, but real quick, the the other uh, minifig in the Starfighter, uh, unsurprisingly, is Grogu. So you, ah, right, yes, that's Grogu. It. Should have guessed that. Why are we? Why did we guess? Well, that? I, I I almost guessed Grogu. Anyways, um, but yeah, um, but uh, super excited to get those in. Uh, Haslab came through in a big way. I mean, uh, the people that are, have unboxed it and I, the videos I see, it looks phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, the detailing is so good. Uh, they, I mean, it's worth the money according a- to everybody. Adam, Sa- I saw Adam Savage did an unboxing video of of his because you know he actually worked on a bunch of the prequel stuff. He's uh-huh. a huge nerd, right? And, I just saw the thumbnail of the YouTube video that he made, and it looks stunning. Yeah. Uh, it just looks absolutely stunning. It makes me regret not getting one myself, though I don't know where I would put it. I don't even frankly. know where I'm going to I'm going to have to hang it from the ceiling somewhere because mm-hmm. the ship is massive. Like, the ship is, like, three feet long. Like, it is a massive mm-hmm. ship. So, um, yeah, not sure where I'm going to go with it yet, but I'm going to find somewhere. Um <laughs> And, but yeah, like I said, super excited about that. Uh, uh, and then we did get a couple of announcements from Hasbro this week. Uh, they already went for pre-order, uh, so if you missed them, I'm sorry. Are uh, they already sold out? Uh, well, one of them is. Uh, Cad Bane from Bad Batch went up today oh. on Amazon. Sold out in like How many did you get? Seven minutes. I would like to get one. Yeah, I got two. Oh, so not enough. But I will, I mean, I can, I'm sure I can share. <laughs> Uh, I almost, can I, I almost, have, can I have him on the weekends? Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I almost just like, I almost just ordered five, uh, which I'm sure other people did because Amazon does not limit stuff. So, um, oh, it was an Amazon pre-order. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, I didn't really think about sharing that info with you earlier. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for holding out on that one. <laughs> I mean, uh, to be fair, the really only the only Black Series figures you have are the ones that I've given you personally. I think. No, I bought I bought the entire Rebel set myself. Oh, you did. I did yes. pay for those. Yes, you did. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but yes, uh, the all the other fig like I've got the 20th anniversary Obi Wan uh, in yeah. the in the Phantom Menace card back from Celebration that you you were so kind to bring me back one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I. I had, to I, beg, don't do, I had to beg for that, by the way. No, I'm just I kidding. don't do the action figures. I, although I do have a few George Lucas Stormtroopers coming on May 4th. That is really... Uh, like, which I'm pretty... I'm looking forward to. That's a cool figure coming out. Um, but yeah, so CAD got announced. Really cool announcement. Everybody was very excited about that. Um, so he'll go into the Bad Batch line for the new wave boxes uh, when he comes out, probably in two years at this point. Him? No, that's the... Uh, that's the Clone Wars oh, one. Oh, that's the Clone Wars one, yeah. Yeah, the Bad Bash will have that a maroon one. I mean, it's it sold out, so I don't know if the link's going to be available at all. Um, Let's <laughs> um, But, uh, so it'll go in the new wave boxes for the uh, Bad Batch, like I said. Um, and then we did get announcements for the comic line. Um, that they, I mean, they've been pretty steady making some uh, of those recently. They made four of them last year, I think. Um, we got uh, the Darth Maul with the robotic mm-hmm. legs. We got a... You got Jax. Yeah, we Jax. got Jax and, uh, boy, Kirkanos. And then... Uh, who was the last Did one? Oh, Luke. Luke. We got, there was, was a Luke. Yeah. Luke? Um, so, 
Uh, but they're expanding that line. Looks like we're going to get four more of them announced this year. Uh, but the first one was Black Santon. And he looks rough. Uh, <laughs> it, uh, it's all I've seen for the last three yeah. days in my collecting groups outside of the Razor Crests coming in and getting sold. Um, people are not happy. There's, I can't, just the fact that they, they knew that this character was coming to the universe because they had to have known. And then they made this concept art and then the, the box looks cool. Um, but like they didn't remold the figure. So it's just a chewy mold that is obviously painted black <laughs> and with uh He-Man armor on. Yeah. So yeah, that he, armor does not look good. Doesn't even have his like knuckles, you know. Like I'm like, I or, or I, his new cannon. No, like and, it's coming with the bowcaster, which I realize is comic. Right. I, I mean, faithful. he is comic accurate for the most part. It, the problem with that is not enough people read the comics to understand that, mm-hmm. and they just saw this character in the show and thought he was really cool. And he doesn't look like the guy from the show. Mm-hmm. So people are really up in arms around that one, uh, which. Fair. I mean, I get the complaint. So, um, but he goes for pre-order, I believe, to uh, Thursday. So, what are the chances that they change the mold slightly or change the coloring, like to include some of the gray streaks and stuff like that to make him look at least somewhat more like what you see in Book of Boba? Um, it's possible because the one they had obviously is just a concept figure that they that they had. It looked like it was complete, but they may add some paint apps to it um it's possible i just don't think they will i mean mm-hmm. they'll save it for another figure you know why because people such as yourself are still gonna buy it oh yeah i mean i'm still gonna buy the dang <laughs> thing it looks not great though so but i mean i'll still pick it i'll, I'll pick one up mm-hmm. if it was the chrysanthemum from book of boba i'd pick like five mm-hmm. because everyone's gonna want them mm-hmm. so um but that's not what we're. They getting. could give him his own show, and that would probably be amazing. Yeah, we wouldn't even be able to understand what he was saying, and we would still watch it. Yeah, he would just communicate through eyebrow raises and 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 punches, and <laughs> totally fine, <laughs> totally fine. Um, but yeah, that's that's really all the toy news I have. I mean, there was other vintage collection figures that went up this week. Uh, this week, um, I saw Migs was coming out. Yeah, Migs came out, Casca Reeves came out, and then Axel Wove came out for mm-hmm. the vintage collection. Those were all pre-ordered Tuesday, um, the the fifteenth. So yesterday. So um, they were tough to tough to get also because uh, Target sold out real quick on those. Is it Target exclusive? I don't know if they're Target. I personally don't i don't do a lot of vintage stuff oh right um but i did get um a casca and uh um axel so no migs to go with your razor crest no migs no migs mm. did well he was really he did, he was only on oh, the no razor the razor crest, crest like was once. blown the razor crest was blown up at that point it would have gone better with the the slave the one slave one yeah which i don't have a vintage collection oh yes i do just <laughs> kidding from the mandalorian um but yeah uh overall um it was a good week for collectors. I mean, and Razor Crest are going out to everybody right now. So really cool stuff going out and I can't wait to open it. I'll show everybody on Twitter. Yes, please do it. on yeah. unboxing video so we can share that. Yeah. We'll do or at least take some, to maybe take some like short videos and take some pictures. So that way you can enjoy it at least. I mean, you do have two. You can unbox one. One. Yeah. The other one, I'm, like I said, like 
the whole reason for getting two of those was just so I could pay for. Yeah. Hopefully, I can get have a Razor Crest for free. Mm-hmm. That's the goal. That's that's the end goal. Well, it just pays for both. That's how I save my money. Right. Like that's how I afford this. Right. This you, life, just, you just net zero. This, this lavish. Yeah. I, I. I mean, you just net zero because you spend seven hundred. You I, sell one for seven hundred. It's a net zero. Yeah. I buy. I buy enough to sell so I can pay for the one I keep. Right. So. Um. Boy, it's a busy life. <laughs> well, keeping up with all the announcements is just. Yeah, I mean, insane. I think I, I said it the other week on. Um, I did a when we did an in review. Mm-hmm. You know, like hundreds of figures have been announced for just this one line in the last two years. Hundreds, uh, and then the price hike recently up to like exclusives went up to twenty seven ninety nine mm-hmm. versus regular figures are. 22 or 24.99 and deluxes are 32.99 so it, it, it the price keeps going up they're like just piling figures out um it's getting rough mm-hmm. i mean and uh hopefully they continue making the line because i love the line obviously but it's it's getting tough especially if they keep just rehashing mm-hmm. the same mold um it's gonna get real rough because People like me that love having the characters, I'm gonna like even Cad Bane. Cad Bane's different. Like I would obviously want him from the Bad Batch, but if I get another situation where I've got the exact same figure in a different box, it's not like I'm gonna have a hole. Mm-hmm. I say that, but there's You're no not way I'm gonna let there a be hole. a hole. Um, not if it's on one of the image boxes, but. If it's like in a card back, like a 40th anniversary card back that's the exact same as something over there, I'll probably skip the the um, the box with the artwork on the side, and I'll probably go with the card back because I already have the two full sets of 40th anniversary ones behind you. Oh, yes. So like when that comes out for Return of the Jedi, I know Endor, Luke, and Leia, mm-hmm. and Han are going to get put out there again, but I'm going to buy each one of them because it's going to be on the 40th card back. Right. That I'm gonna have to have, and of course I'm gonna get another boba. Naturally, probably four. <laughs> anyway, uh, but that's the uh, collecting news and notes from this week. Um, and yeah, if you want to hear about anything else in the Star Wars world for collecting, please let us know. Um, outside of Lego and Hasbro, there's not a ton out there outside of oh, well Funko, mm-hmm. uh, which we haven't talked about, and nothing really is coming out or been announced recently for that. So, in the Star Wars world, at least. Um, but if you have anything out there that you want us to talk about, or um, especially if you want to talk about some more vintage-type items, um, I'd love to do that. Um, but uh, Yeah, touch base with us on the social media. Yeah, touch base on uh, Twitter. You can find us. Uh, the, we'll, put the, we'll put the links in the show notes uh, to our various accounts. Be sure, to, be sure to reach out and touch base with us if yep. you want to talk about that. Um, but, yeah, um, I think we'll start to wrap up there um yeah yeah as always if you uh after you're done listening to us if you uh have other fandoms that you really enjoy listening to and uh discussing mm-hmm. um go check out our uh sister podcast over at galactic dads uh they do a great job covering all things marvel star trek uh <laughs> uh no dc uh all things comics games uh, a dad life and beyond so uh they do a great job over there so give them a give them a listen if you uh uh if you fancy some time there yeah at galactic dads on all all the socials and and pretty much on every podcasting platform 
Uh, They do a great job over there. So uh, as we come to a close on our episode, we want to thank you again for listening. Uh, If you're so inclined and you enjoy the content, please feel free to share it uh, on your various social media platforms of choice. Um, Wait, rate us on Spotify. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gotta get the ratings up there. Yeah, if if, uh, you're listening to us on Spotify, you can can give us a rating now. Uh, And then on Apple, I know you can do ratings and reviews. Uh, So... Uh, we'd appreciate it if you'd uh, if you'd give us some feedback. Uh, that it helps us kind of craft the show and you know make changes uh, as necessary. Uh, so uh, in the coming weeks, we'll uh, we'll probably dive more into the comics like we talked about, um, and and maybe even get an interview or two, uh, you know, down the line. Um, fingers crossed. So uh, yeah, I'm, looking forward to the new stuff. Yeah. I mean, we got all kinds of time now in between shows, so. Yeah, and we just had the new High Republic uh, book come out. Uh, Fallen Star came out. Well, I guess it's been a, it's been a month now, but uh, I got my copy only two weeks ago. So so much for pre-ordering, uh, but it's signed and it's one of like five hundred copies. So um, brag a little bit more. I will tell me about it. It came from England. Okay, um, but but anyways, uh, so yeah, really looking forward to talking about that stuff here in the next uh, few weeks, at least leading up. Well, number of weeks leading up to Kenobi May twenty fifth. So yeah, the day before celebration, mm-hmm. and it happens to be the the forty, what is it, the forty fifth anniversary of the A New Hope? Yep. releasing. So we're gonna figure out where we're gonna watch it that day. Mm-hmm. We'll be in Anaheim, and I don't. I, I'm just gonna lock my hotel room and just probably watch it in the bathroom or something like that. <laughs> Send the wife and kids out. That's right. Like we're just gonna watch this TV show together. Go to California Adventure. No, I I don't want to miss that. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You're right. We'll have to figure that out. Um, I'm sure they'll have watch parties somewhere. They got to. They're already talking about it in the in the Anaheim. All, all the celebration. I mean, given that we groups. don't know if, if what's going on, that'll probably be the highlight as uh, watching watching Kenobi since we don't know who's coming. But uh, but yeah. Anyways, look, a lot of good content to dive into uh, here over the next couple months uh, as we as we lead into Kenobi. So um, with that, uh, for Jedi John, I'm Obi Sean, and until next time, may the Force be with you.